Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. Good day and welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I almost said good morning again and I realize that y'all listen at all different hours of the day, including to fall asleep. So thank you to those of you who are tuning in everywhere, all the time. I so appreciate you. I love you guys. And it is great to be here for this episode. I'm super excited to talk about this topic. And the episode is called Quit Complaining. (laughs) I hope that this title roped you in to listen in because I am going to give you an option other than complaining. I'm going to give you a new way of being instead of being (laughs) complainy. And I'm going to start with the end in mind today and then kind of just reinforce that thought throughout the episode. And it is to shift from complaint to curiosity. This is going to give you so much access to so much possibility and just such a new life. Uh, So shifting from complaining to curiosity is going to open something up for you. And I'm going to, like I said, reinforce this thought throughout the episode. And so the first thought that I want to start with is complaint is a form of control. Complaint is our attempt to manage the situation by talking about it, even like gossiping about it, trying to figure it out and all of those different sorts of things, Um, you know, rehashing it over and over and over and over is all just our form. Like it's like putting our hands on the circumstance and you can automatically, you know, make a discovery, but Oftentimes we're doing it mostly as uh, into be indulgent in it. Uh, we love complaint. We love control. It's very familiar. And so I want to start there is complaint is just a practiced skill at this point. No one's ever regulated our complaint really. Um, well, actually, I want to say for those of us who maybe weren't allowed to voice our feelings when we were younger or didn't feel heard or seen, we may not have been allowed to complain. So I want to definitely approach that part of the situation is, you know, we may have wanted to complain, but in our youth, we may have been not allowed to, or at least it wasn't heard or listened to or validated or even invalidated. So everyone turns out very different ways by the way that they're raised and brought up. But those two ends of the spectrum, never being allowed to complain and never being heard or seen, and then um, complaining as a form of attention or uh, that's how we knew how to get attention. It's how we know how to connect. So I want to also bring in the idea of trauma bonding, which I'll, uh, I'll bring that in in just a minute. But complaint as a form of control really can, uh, it's just what we know and it's how we know to connect with others many times, or at least how we know to get our needs met. And so it's destructive in the way that it doesn't ever move us out of anything new or into anything new. And so it's really, really important to be able to shift our attention from just like rehashing the situation from just continuously uh, regurgitating it. And here's how I really want you to check in if you're doing uh, control or curiosity, because I know that we go to our friends to, you know, we want to figure out the situation or we're pissed off or we don't feel good about it. And it's important to voice that. However, if you find yourself going to 
person after person after person and basically reporting on the situation, it's likely you're complaining. And and that is not very effective. And also, it's again, mostly just for attention and control is like, I feel bad, feel bad with me or feel bad for me. We're mostly manipulating what we're complaining about, not to have any progress, but to just feel like coddled or get that like, oh, it must be so bad for you or, oh, I'm so sorry or, oh yeah, F him, that sucks. This is stupid, he's stupid. And so we're mostly just getting agreement And that's, again, a form of control. And it's kind of manipulative. And not to call you manipulative in the malicious way, but it's it's definitely a subconscious or unconscious behavior that we do to feel better about ourselves and our lives and the things that we feel we can't control, which, by the way, I'm just going to drop in here, control is an absolute illusion. <laughs> so um, thinking we can control much of anything, it would would drive one insane. So I do want to shift or just mention that trauma bonding because a complaint is certainly a way that we can go ahead and get agreement for how tough life is, how people are bad or how things don't work out. So we're ultimately reinforcing our limiting beliefs. And this can be self-destructive because I know that you have a beautiful vision in your heart. I'm sure that you feel purpose and a calling and you want to be doing great things and you want life to be working out for you. You want to be successful in whatever that means for you. And complaint is going to keep you locked in all of the limiting beliefs that oppose the vision that you have for your life, what you feel you might have come to do. It's really, really important to just notice these things. And you know, I, like I said, I, I named this episode Quit Complaining. I don't know if you guys have ever been told that in your life, quit complaining or quit crying or I'll give you something to cry about or blah, 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 all those things is uh, it isn't also important to shift from complaint to curiosity. And this is where I, you know, really believe we probably haven't been taught this on a conscious level, at least is when we feel bad about something, it is very likely our subconscious communicating with us. Our subconscious can't just yell. It does everything it can. So I'm going to tell you like little signs, hearing the words of the songs and music, like all of a sudden it stuck, that phrase stuck out to you, or you're overhearing a conversation and you overhear just the right thing to awaken something in you. Like that's your subconscious doing everything it can to communicate with you. A feeling in your body, a reaction to something is all the communication of the subconscious. But Usually what we are complaining about, uh, a headache, an ache, an ailment, um, someone we don't like, a situation that triggered us, when we're complaining about these things, we cannot actually receive the message of that trigger, of that ping grabbing our attention. And so when we're complaining, there's no way to truly uh, garner the lesson of that uncomfortable situation or circumstance or whatever's coming up. And so I want to really talk about shifting into curiosity for a moment. And you have to first, you have to notice your way of being when you're complaining. Um, For me, oftentimes it's annoyed. I am being annoyed. So I'm frustrated. I might be 
bitter. I might be feeling jealous or envy. I might be feeling resentment. And so I start to notice that my inner dialogue is very chattery. It is very negative. And it's usually also kind of blamey. And now I might even blame myself. So that's what you have to notice is, but it's blame type conversation. And I might blame another person, the world, God, higher power, the weather, finances. Like I'm just overall feeling out of power, disempowered, right? Uh, Other things have control over me and therefore I'm complaining about it. And again, control is an illusion. We feel controlled by the circumstance or person. Therefore, our complaint is our attempt to control again. And so we just want to watch for this really uh, sticky way of being. And and we don't even know we're being that way when we're in it usually. And But you might start to feel like trash or garbage. Like it just doesn't feel good to be this way. So you have to first notice it. And I want to highly suggest my episode, Nasser. I don't know the number off the top of my head at the moment. It's called How to Shift Your Attitude Immediately with Nasser. And I know it's in the mid hundreds. So you might want to check that out. And so uh, this is how to shift. Like when you notice uh, you're being complaining, you have to acknowledge, oh my gosh, I'm doing that thing I do. I'm being complaining. And then stop being complaining. <laughs> S is stop. Or I also like to uh, use shift for S. So this is where we're going to shift and then redirect. R is redirect. So you're going to redirect into curiosity and say, huh, what is this about? And I want to say one thing in case you are listening to the podcast, but maybe we're not together on social media. I would love to invite you into my growing gratitude group. I want to share this at this moment because this was how I shifted from complaint to curiosity. I ha- I opened, um, Growing Gratitude has been around since 2016, so going on five years now, and I wanted to complain about the state of affairs in America uh, over of, of the United States during the presidential election. I wanted to complain and I wanted to cry and piss and moan about how all of a sudden so many people were turned against each other and hurt, and there was so much hate in the world at that time. And I wanted to go on social media and say, this sucks and that sucks and I can't believe this. And I wanted to lecture people. And instead, I opened Growing Gratitude and I shifted to things that I was grateful for. So I started talking every day. I was posting something I was grateful for, uh, someone I was grateful for. And I had to really work at that, but I found the lessons. I was finding the lessons in what seemed like a terrible time or what seemed like a very challenging and even scary time for humanity and in my life. And so um, I was going through the growth of my business. I was going through a breakup and uh, it really helped to just focus on gratitude that I was able, like it, to me, gratitude was, was my form of curiosity. Like, how is this working? How is this good? How is this for me? And maybe I don't know it yet. And it it really helped me zoom out of my singular perspective and shift to how this could be good for multiple people and I can survive like the challenge of it, right? So um, even you could do that, shifting from complaint to challenge to curiosity. Where is the challenge and why, why would that be? 
So this is, uh, I just, um, I hope you're loving this conversation as much as I am. I think it's brilliant, and I think it's a, it's a key. It's access out of a very, a could, what could be a very miserable life if you're only ever just complaining all the time. So shifting out of into curiosity, I want to talk a little bit about that. Is much of what I just said is like asking, looking for the answer, um, finding the lesson. But I do want to say one thing that I think is really, really important is you cannot receive that answer you are looking for from complaint. So I want to give you uh, just one of my favorite tips about shifting. When you notice you're being complainy, you have to stop first off. You have to acknowledge and stop that. Then in the stopping part, before you can redirect towards curiosity into the answers, you have to slow down. You've got to slow down. You've got to put your walls down. You've got to put your fist down. Now, I kind of imagine people walking through life with their fist up, ready to just fight and defend and protect and, and prove. And, and we're doing that. And it it like think about put your fists up in front of you and just feel the tension like your hands are clenched your biceps are squeezing your shoulders are up you're probably squeezing your arms towards your body like there's a lot of tension in that physical uh, position. So imagine energetically being in that position. It can become very difficult for you to receive anything because you've got fists in front of your heart. Therefore, your heart is likely closed, like your arms are even closed in front of your heart. Therefore, receiving is just innately difficult from that position, energetically and physically. You've got to put those energetic fists down and you've got to relax. And so I like to imagine relaxing the central nervous system. That means dropping your shoulders and I like to start from the top of my scalp all the way down the back. Um, sometimes I will imagine rainwater or water flowing down, cleansing. And I really focus on my spine because the spine is connected to the entire body, right? Like all of our nervous system through every inch and in, in millimeter of our body uh, is connected to the spine and the nervous system. And so if you relax that, you will start to let your guard down. You And so you can do this in three, one to three to five minutes by just sitting still and focusing on your breath and focusing on your spine and relaxing every muscle in your body. And if you want to go that extra step, you can even imagine opening your chest, opening your throat, opening your forehead, your third eye, your shock. If you're familiar with the chakras, it's just opening your body to be a channel to receive and saying, I release. So we have to let go of the complaint first. I release this complaint. I release this blame and shame and judgment and resentment and anger and sadness. And you might feel the emotions. I would definitely encourage you to feel those but we've mostly in complaint, we're not even feeling them in an authentic way. We're manipulating them. And so you might feel them authentically. Like I am genuinely sad. I am hurt. This sucks. And you let that go. And when you let your guard down, you can actually feel those authentic feelings and sort through them a little bit better. And then so you're releasing, releasing, and and then you just get to a kind of a neutral place. That's 
that would be, I want to call it, you know, the goal is like to just relax a little bit. And then that way you might start, if it's silent and still enough, you're going to be able to hear your heart whispering to you. You're going to hear God, your higher power, universe. You're going to hear whoever, whatever, kind of delivering to you a very clear message. This might not happen right away. For me, those just like, I feel them when they land on my shoulder or they like land on the top of my head. It's just this like inspired thought or it's this thought of just clarity. And I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, I got it, I get it. And so, um, or I might just hear little bits and pieces of guidance and I, that I follow. And then it leads me in life to a better answer or to a person who might provide an answer. So like I said, that your subconscious is talking to you every which way it can. It's manifesting everything it can to support you and guide you and love you and heal you and all of it. And it is incredibly difficult to move forward from the space of complaint, the being of complaint. And so I want to just invite you into curiosity. It's an opportunity for you to move into that life that you dream of. And um, one last thing I want to say about moving into the life that you dream of and and feeling like, I remember feeling like there's just like plexiglass between me and that life. Like I could see it very clearly, but there's, I had no access to it. And so shifting, when you know it all, when you think you know it all and there's nothing for you to learn. And so you really do have to be curious. Even if you're not an actively complainy person, you might think you know how it is and that prevents you to stepping into curiosity and stepping so far outside of your comfort zone that you would in fact happen upon the life that you dream of, the opportunities, the path, all of it. And so it is not that it's not for you. It's just that you might not be taking those steps of curiosity forward that would lead you towards the life you're hoping to live. And so I will wrap this up. I'm going a little over is um, I know that it can feel uncomfortable and scary. And I'm very clear that it takes a lot of courage to live a life of curiosity because as humans, we do prefer what's predictable and familiar and controllable and, and safe. And so I just want to say that it's okay if that feels scary and I still invite you into it because it's always worth it. It is always worth it. Um, It might lead you into a little bit more experience that, again, feels scary, but you're moving towards what, to me, it's not about arriving at a destination of like prosperity and abundance. It's like fulfillment, fulfillment of your soul's journey. And so when, and you will know when you are on that path, you will know because, because then when it is scary, it's still worth it. Like it still fills you up from the inside out to know that you're on a path of of an authentic um, nature. And so you guys, I love you. I could probably talk about this all day long, but uh, (laughs) I'm actually headed to church. So I'm going to go do that thing. And I love you guys so much. Keep stepping into curiosity, keep unleashing your authentic heart and keep living a life you love. Because here at the Hearts Unleashed podcast, we are turning dreamers into doers. I love you. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.